Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, Discussing Photography, a podcast all about the things that we love about photography. This is Focus on Rotation, where I have different hosts joining me at the desk as we share and learn each week. Come and enjoy this week's episode with us. Welcome to this week's edition of Photo Mission Focus, Discussing Photography. Hi, I'm Steve Finkel. And on this episode, I'm playing some audio that I captured while we were recording an interview with Charlene Christie, a fashion photographer. Charlene came in for a video, giving some tips and ideas um, for people in the Canon Collective um, for the upcoming Click Awards. So I thought I'd take some of the audio, and there's a little bit of audio in there that wasn't released in the original video. So I've cut that audio together as a podcast with Charlene. So... Here it is. Uh, sit back and enjoy Charlene Christie and Charlene's talking about her work as a fashion photographer and she's also giving us some great tips. Canon Collective, welcome to this click feature and I have photographer Charlene Christie. Hi Charlene, how are you? Good, how are you? Thanks for coming in. I want to learn a bit about your photography and I might, if I can, kind of get some ideas of what you do but yeah. tell us a little bit about what you do and what you regularly photograph. Yeah, so I am a fashion photographer based in Brisbane I usually photograph fashion, beauty, and runway. Fantastic. Yeah. And that's a bit of a challenge because a lot of people are challenged by shooting people like because it is it yeah. is hard because you don't want to take a bad picture of somebody. No, so you don't. <laughs> when, when you're going, I mean, what type of gear would you typically take to a shoot? What would you typically use? Yes, at the moment I'm shooting with the 5D Mark IV transition to the R6. So How are you finding of- that transition? Loving it. Loving it. Loving it. I do love the mirrorless. Is it the eye tracking? Is that... The eye tracking is a big key to it, yes. especially with runway. I just feel like that's such a game changer. Does half the job for you. Yeah. I find. You're shooting with the the five D four and the R six. Yes. So what type of glass on the front of the cameras? What are you taking out with you? Yes. At the moment, I'm shooting mainly with people um, the twenty four to seventy. And then for runway, I'll shoot with the 70 to 200. Yep. So they're the two lenses from the holy grail of lenses, basically. Yes. So And they work really well. That's why a lot of professional photographers actually go for those lenses because they're very versatile. Very versatile. So um, at the moment, you're using the your EF lenses with converter on the R6? I am. And you're I finding am. that's working great for you? Yeah. Fantastic. Still, still really great. Are you going to look at transitioning at some point? Are you looking at getting some RF glass for the for your R6? A hundred percent. I would love to in the nearby future. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, I think the, the mirror system from Canon is a bit of a game changer. Yeah. And look, we're talking today about, we're going to talk about the Click Awards and we're going to talk about, because one of the categories we've got in there is people and faces. Love it. And, you know, like I said, for people trying to choose how to get the best images to put in, Shanley, one of the things we're looking for in the Click Awards and the judging is actually impact, that well factor. How do you, you know, when you're kind of going out to create some images, what processes do you do or what do you try and do to get those images like that? You got some type yeah. of system that you use or? Not really. I think um, one Or does your experience thing, help you do that? I, I guess experience does come into play, but I think being very personable with having to work with people, being able to to connect with people, understand, and just, I think from the moment that you walk in the door, I think that connection is really key to make people feel comfortable. So communication is a big one? A big one, a big one, especially from the moment um, that you meet someone. Yes. Um, because it, it really does show in the end product um, if someone is uncomfortable, um, especially through the eyes. 
So, yeah, I think having that connection with people is very important. Yeah. So, I mean, because we all know, like, I mean, we're all sociable people, yeah. like, and we do perform everything better when we're kind of happy and we kind of feel like we fit in. So yeah. you're saying one of the things that you do is basically you get on set and you basically just start talking to people, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's... Finding, finding out a bit about them, learning a little bit about them. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And, and you find that helps you really get the best out of your, out of your subjects. I do, especially um, when, when you get to know someone, uh, maybe even their, like their backstory, you can sort of have a bit more of a joke or on set to bring out different emotions. And that's, um, a, good, that's a really good point to make because yeah. to obviously to get really good looking pictures, mm-hmm. you do want to try and capture some emotion. So having some, those, having some of those little points to, to work with is really helpful, I imagine. Yeah, 100%. So, so you studied at uh, Queensland College of Art? I did. Yes. I so, did. And I just remember, because I've, I've talked to you before about your college days, and I know that I think it was, it was your second year of college you actually got to shoot in New York Fashion Week? Yes, my second year. So yeah. how was that for you? How was that a, I mean, what was the, how did that help your photography? Did that, was that a big catalyst that really spurred you on? I think so. Um, well, in uni, me and my friend, we, we really wanted to go to New York and that wasn't through my uni. That was something that her and I decided um, to really shove our foot in the door and try and make a difference for ourselves. Um, right place, right time, I guess. Yep. And yeah, I think that really was a catalyst um, to my passion and love for fashion and people and really putting yourself out there in an a whole new country, a whole new Well, it is. It's really Because how old, old would you would have been at the time? I think I was 21. So that's quite maybe a... Maybe even 22. That's big. Yeah, that's quite a... Putting yourself yeah. out there, which is fantastic. Yes. But do you think as a photographer, that's something you really need to do? Put yourself out there? Yeah. Yeah. I think, think connection with people and even knowing people can really open the doors for opportunities that you might have never had if you were to apply for something online I think yeah, yeah connection is very important because that's what you've done you've, you've been able to connect with a lot of different other photographers yeah and you've made a lot of connection now with some brands and that type of stuff so yeah. you've shot for some major brands we yeah. won't kind of drill into all those things but yeah. but people go through your if they go through your Instagram or your social media they'll actually see some of the work that you've been doing yeah last time I spoke to you was that when you were at college your lecturer said something to you said about how many people are going to actually make it as photographers. Yeah. And you, and you had a bit of a kind of reaction to that, that you did, that was kind of your galvanising moment that you were going to make sure that you succeeded. Yeah. So my uni lecturer said, like, look around the room, maybe only one-third of you will actually be in the industry. And for me, it, that really stuck with me, that I wanted to be one of those people that's still working in this industry within the next five years. Because, yeah, it is, it is a hard industry and it's something that you got to really chase after your dreams and really don't just wait for opportunity, but um, go, go find it. Yes. So yeah. that's good. That, uh, and that's good advice because people who want to make it as a photographer, you've got to be, you've got to be drive, the driving force behind yourself. You yeah. Know, it's not going to come to you. On, I mean, you've obviously worked hard to get to the position where yeah. you are. And I mean, and look, sometimes people do get some lucky breaks along the way, and you're at, like you said, right place, right at the right time, that type yeah. of stuff. But you, but but you got on that plane and you put yourself there and you pushed yourself to get to New York, yeah, to to create that opportunity. So 
Is there something that something else that you found really helpful when you're shooting people that you could share? Like, you think there's something that you find works for you? It mightn't work for everyone, but I'm, the communication was a great one. But is yeah. there something else? I think depending on the level of their experience, whether they're a professional model. Um, but I find with this tip is more for amateur um, models or people that have no experience, mainly in posing and direction. Um, my tip would be just keep moving. Even those little movements, whether it's the head, say if they were posing, the head's up slightly. Yep. Maybe that's not the shot, but if they were to tilt their head slightly down, that can make such a big difference in the end product. So I guess just keep moving when directing and yeah. yeah and, and obviously give feedback. Like, um, you know, when, when the model, praise the model, when they're, when they're getting, getting some great shots, obviously you let them know that. You're really happy with what you're seeing on the back of the camera. Yeah. But I think you're right. I mean, the thing is when you – I shoot a lot of street photography and I look for expressions on people, so when people are interacting. So sometimes, yeah, you're watching, waiting for something to happen, but it'll take a number of shots and you'll get that shot where you've just got – everything kind of falls into place. Yeah. So you kind of have to be on your game and be shooting. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. And even just, um, just those slight movements from the model and keep that encouraging them to – Try new poses. Maybe have a list of poses that you're like, this model would look flattering in this um, sort of pose and have that on the side just as backup, just in case yeah. you do forget poses. Or, yeah. So you have the old standby poses. Yeah, sometimes yeah. I will do that. But, yeah, it's Perfect. good. <laughs> Fantastic. So, like I said, the Quick Awards is an exciting opportunity for the Canon Collective. Have you actually entered any awards yourself? I have a couple of years ago, yep. um, the IPA awards. Yep. Yeah, that and was. Had, I mean, did how did you find did that? Did you find that helped your photography, kind of getting some feedback and seeing what you, what other people thought yeah. of your photography. I don't believe I actually got feedback from it, but I think being able to receive feedback from. And that's one of the big. That is one of the yeah. big key points about the Click Awards with that scorecard. People are going to get feedback. So all those things we talk about, like impact and composition and, you know, posing is that kind of, like I said, helps your composition, obviously, if you pose a model. Yeah. yeah. I think being able to receive feedback and really take that on can, yeah, being able to take on constructive criticism is um, so important to, to develop your work and to improve because even myself, I look at my work and yeah, it could be a beautiful image, but there's always different factors that I'm like, oh, maybe next time I can do this a little bit better or this a little bit better. And having those goals to always improve makes photography exciting that you don't feel so we, stagnant. We, we never stop learning as photographers, do we? Exactly. Really? I mean, and I think you made a point we, when you first came in and sat down, we were just having a little quick chat. Yeah. But you're saying there's always room for improvement. You can always improve your photography. Yes. And that's, that is the thing I think for a lot of people, for me, that's the hook that there's just so much more to learn that you don't know. Yeah. And the exciting part is, is going on that journey and discovering those things. Yeah, whether that's um, new gear, new technology, whether yep. that's in editing, new lighting gear. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's all and part all of the tools, fun. And all tools, I mean, the, the new gear, I mean, there's a lot of talk, obviously, about mirrorless. Yeah. And we touched on that early in the conversation about the eye tracking. And uh, there's a kind of a bit of a, I know sometimes say, oh, it's, it's kind of cheating now because people are using the eye tracking. But it's a tool as a photographer you've got to help you do your job better because now you can concentrate more on composition. 100%. So, yeah. I mean, is that how you've actually found you've used the, 
that technology? Yes, um, especially for a runway yep. because everything happens so fast. Um, it's a pr- I call it pressure cooker shooting. Yeah, yeah it, it really is because you can't stop the model on the runway and be like, can you go back and let's reshoot that just because you missed a shot. Um, and, and sometimes, like, I mean, with runway stuff you, is you have got your spots where you've got good light on the model. Yeah. So you've only got that very brief window of opportunity. Moment, yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah, you want to make sure that you got it. You don't, and if, if you can, if the camera has a feature that makes your job a little bit easier, why not? Exactly. And look, the Canon mirrorless definitely has all that stuff in there, yes. which I said the beautiful camera. It, it has changed, I think it's changed a lot of photographers' attitude to being able to kind of, I suppose, use it as a tool to make their photography better. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So, Charlene, some of the things that, when you're shooting and you've got your shots back, what are the things that you're looking for in your shots that you think make them really good? So what are the key kind of things that you are looking at? Yeah, I think especially photographing people, making sure that their eyes are sharp. Yep. That's a big key factor, I guess, more for the technical side. Making sure that the garment's flattering on the model and um, really positioned in a way that looks beautiful yes you're mindful of the, looking at where the folds are and that type of stuff 100 percent. Yep. 100 percent. i guess also hair can be a big one yep. sometimes that can be fixed in editing but if you can it's get really it in hard camera, when one hair goes across the eye yes it's yes. really annoying when that happens yeah so <laughs> if you can fix something in camera rather than thinking oh i'll i'll edit that later just leave it it's always better just to do it on the spot i think Background is a big key factor, I guess, as photographers, we're storytellers. So if there's a lot of distracting factors in the background, I think sometimes just even as a photographer, being able to move slightly to make the model block that pole or yes. that bin in the background. Yeah, um, if it doesn't add to the story, yes. why have it there? Exactly. Exactly. Fantastic. I think that, well, I think they're great tips for people that, like I said, who want to go out and start shooting people. Yeah. To to consider all those things because, like I said, when you go out and shoot, there's a whole lot of things that you're kind of considering before you press the shutter. Yeah. To try and get the best possible picture, and I think you've kind of hit the nail on the head about you're striving to try and get in camera as much as you can. But you do, yeah. I know you do have to use post. It's a in, yeah. particularly in the area that you're working in. Yes. It you know you have to make sure that everything's kind of perfect and. You can't have a you know if a bit of fluff ends up on a, on the clothes you have to get rid of it. Yeah, you can't leave it there unfortunately. But no, you don't want to. <laughs> no, that's it. That's it. Yeah. So is is there anything else you could part like give to people because a lot of the people in the collective are um, are up and coming photographers or emerging photographers or you know passionate amateur photographers. I mean, when you first started photography, I mean obviously you, you obviously had an interest before you started studying it, but. Did you find anything that was really useful that got you to the point where you are today? I think just not settling for where I am because I I do know there's so much room to improve and to grow as a photographer. The ongoing personal development. It basically. is. It is. If you can read books, find inspiration other than just YouTube or yep. um, be, Instagram. That leads me to a really interesting point to ask you is, where do you go for inspiration? What what type of things do you look at? I like to go to art galleries. I like to look at other and, photographers. And, and do you find that going to art galleries and looking at art that helps with your composition, understanding composition better? Yeah, and colour. A lot to do with 
uh, a lot of painters I draw inspiration from because the use of colour is a lot of times very vibrant and beautiful. Yes. And, and in fashion, that's something you've got the with makeup and stuff, you've got yes. the opportunity to do that. Yeah, yeah. And I definitely think I'm drawn to colour in my photography, yeah. whether that's um, the garment or the makeup or um, a little pop here and there. Just um, for me, that's something I'm drawn to and very um, inspired through. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when people look at the photographs, they're, they're the things that kind of get people's attention. Yeah, 100%. You know? Charlene, when you on a shoot, where's your starting point for a person? Where do you put them in the frame? Yeah, I I do sort of gravitate towards maybe starting with a headshot or a full body, yep. depending on the brief and um, what's sort of needed from the shoot. Say for a passion project or collaboration, where you sort of get more experimental and more free for rain, I I would start with a full body shot. And then from there, usually when I do shoot, I don't stop moving as a photographer. So I might start um, in one position and sort of move down, move to the side, sort of um, experiment yes, with yep. um, where I'm standing. And I'll, I, a lot of the time I find that the model will move with me. So it's sort of like a dance between the photographer and model. <laughs> so if I'm down low, the model will it's move. Kind of- Moving into frame. Yeah, exactly. And um, interacting with me if I'm um, down there. But I do find I shoot full length, three quarter, and a lot of headshots and yep. beauty. One of the challenges for people is, is when they're shooting people um, is to knowing how much of the person to put into the frame. Yes. How do you work out, you know, what you, what parts of the body you lose and when you don't want to lose parts? Do you have a, a kind of a thought pattern on that? I do. Um, I guess it depends on what they're wearing. Say if it's jewellery, say for earrings, um, I wouldn't be going more full length. I would probably be getting them in a position where they can really showcase that piece of jewellery, say an earring, where they can move to really make that earring look flattering. So you don't need the whole necessarily you might need the whole face in the shot no. basically no. What you're saying. And there's no real wrong in posing in that sense, unless it's very wrong. You can, you, you as a photographer can tell it's wrong. Yep. But no, so, you don't always need the face as long as the the piece and the model still looks very beautiful and flattering. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. So I think the good tips for people because people need to have that starting point where they actually start shooting someone to know that they've got to start somewhere where they shut the full body shot and then move on to those other those other posing. Yes. Charlene, so what type of lighting do you use with your photography? Are you using strobe or constant lighting? What are you Yeah, I'm currently using strobe. A lot of my work throughout the years has been strobe. I feel like I've been purposeful in um, using that because I feel like I got a lot more control in the end product. Yes. The image, yeah. And it's an area too, I know for the collective, a lot of people kind of scared off a bit by flash. Is flash something really to be scared of? It's no, no. If, and how much of a game changer, like you said, it gives you more control. So that's, it is a game yeah. changer. Yeah, 100%. Um, I feel like if you can and you do have the opportunity to use um, strobe lights, please do, I encourage you. Um it, it helps lift your photography to a new level. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Especially understanding light, I guess. Natural light's always beautiful, but 
when you're put into a studio and you have to set up a light and be um, quite intentional about where you position it, especially multiple lights, when, when you get a good understanding of that, can really elevate your photography and um, really change the game. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. That's great. I think that's a great tip. And people should not be afraid and they should go out there and, and, yeah. and learn to use light. Yeah, it's our friend. It, as photographers, it's our friend. Yeah, it is our friend. Lights, lights everything in photography. It is, yeah. it is. Charlene, thank you for coming in and sitting down and sharing some of your knowledge and yes. hopefully passing a few tips on to the collective. Yes, thank um, you for having me. Yeah, where can people learn a little bit, they want to learn a bit more about your photography, Charlene Christie, where, where could they look? Yes, um, you can find me on Instagram on Charlene Christie. Yep. Um, Charlene underscore Christie or just through my website charlenechristie.com Fantastic. Yeah. Again, thank you for your time. I think look, some of the stuff you've talked about today have been, are going to be so helpful for the collective and yeah. Um, yeah, thank you again. Cool, thank you for having me. No worries, thank you. Okay. That edition of Photo Mission Focus was taken from um, audio from a video we shot with Charlene Christie. I hope you enjoyed it. Charlene did share some great tips in there. So until next time, enjoy your photography. I'm Steve Finkel for Photo Mission Focus. Thanks for listening. See ya. That's all for this episode this week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment and don't forget to follow us on your favourite podcast app and social media sites. Remember, photography is a pursuit where there's always something new to learn. Safe and happy shooting, everyone. Thank you.